Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, December 2nd. It's coming around again. Today's scripture reading is found in Ruth chapter 4, verses 11 and 12 from the Message Translation, which reads, All the people in the town square that day, backing up the elders, said, Yes, we are witnesses. May God make this woman who is coming into your household like Rachel and Leah, the two women who built the family of Israel. May God make you a pillar in Ephrathah, famous in Bethlehem. With the children God gives you from this young woman, may your family rival the family of Peretz, the son Tamar, bore to Judah. This is God's word. Okay, here it is, our happy ending. We start with a proverb, which in Hebrew reads, Tochelet mimushacha machalalev. It's one of my all-time favorite proverbs. Favorite not in the sense that I enjoy it, especially the first half of it, but because I experience it regularly. Especially that more challenging first part of it, with just enough glorious intersections in life with a rewarding second part to keep me going. Tochelet memushacha machalelev. Okay, translation, hope deferred makes the heart sick. At the heart of the Hebrew word here translated hope lies the concrete idea of waiting. The word concrete being so very fitting because it can seem like we're setting in the hardening concrete of circumstances while we wait and wait and wait and wait. This prolonged sense of waiting is drawn out even further by the next word translated deferred, which literally means to drag something out. So we're taking a word that already involves a whole lot of waiting and then intensifying it, extending the wait. Think kids waiting for Christmas morning and time moving glacially slow. And where does this leave us? Sick, which is the Hebrew verb from which the name Malon comes in the Ruth story. Remember the first of her two sons who died in Moab? Yeah, sickly. Deferred hope leaves us feeling like sickly Malons and wasting away Kilions. Sick at heart, that's where it leaves us. Not good. And this is what turned a Naomi into a Mara, the sweet into the bitter, the pleasant into the pitiable. But, wait for it, it's coming around again. Cue Carly Simon and her classic hit. Okay, yes, there I go again, dating myself. This is the ultimate turn we witness in the book of Ruth that seems to happen in short order. The turn that takes the center stage in the narrative. Yes, there were years of heart-sickening and soul-sucking deferment of hopes and dreams buried with a dead husband and two dead sons. But it's coming around again. 
first in the sprout of a daughter-in-law who won't let you die alone, then in the budding of serendipity. Once they return and just look where Ruth ends up working. And then finally in the full harvest of revived hope as the unexpected kinsman redeemer steps in. And so the desire, the craving that left you hollow for so very long is finally met. And suddenly, unexpectedly, you find yourself sitting beneath a well-watered, flourishing tree of life as you bounce new hope on your knees in the face of that newborn son, pointing not just to the hope of the next generation as life does indeed go on, but to the advent of the one through whom all things will be made new and every tear will be wiped away from every eye. So, wait for it. There is a kinsman redeemer. It's coming around again. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, what hope in your life has been long deferred? A hope that hasn't just been tabled, but has been buried. When have you seen such dead and discarded hopes suddenly revived? How do we survive the deadness of the deferment of hope, accepting what is, while at the same time remaining open to the sudden new thing that God just may be up to? Lord, how easy it is to stop at the headline, featuring in biblical lore too often manly men dominating the show. Lead me beyond such headlines writ large and bold to the hidden figures, in the byline, in the fine print, without whom the story would never have been told, nor we here to tell it, or to hear it, or to live it. Tamar, Rechav, Ruth, Batsheva, Miriam, Help me not to brush by them or their stories, no matter how unsavory or scandalous the details at times, as they frequently weathered the abuse and domination of an all-too-often-heavy and abusive male hand, rising up as true mothers in Israel, rising to rock the cradle of the world, the new heavens and the new earth in which justice and mercy meet through the one born in Bethlehem on one starry, starry night. Through your mercies.